Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Darrell Barber, and I'm going to be your host today. Uh, I want to share some things with you uh, before we get into the Word today. Well, we had begun uh, in our last uh, podcast a study in the Epistle to the Romans, uh, the Apostle Paul had written, and just started getting into some things on that. But for some of you who don't know who we are, let me give you some ways you can contact us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can also go to our website, empoweringlifeministries.com. There you can find some material and find out about our ministry. I do have a book on there, From Glory to Glory, that's available. And uh, I did say last time I was on here, I do have a new book coming out called Navigating Grace. And hopefully that's going to be out in the next few months. We can get that finished. If you'd be interested in making a donation, you can also do that on our website. And if you don't care, please take time and give us a rating on the podcast because that's going to help us to enlarge our audience of listeners and we really want to reach as many people as we can with the good news of Jesus Christ. I believe one of the greatest things right now that needs to take place in the church is for the body of Christ to be educated. Uh, Nobody is called to be a pew sitter. I don't like the terminology. This is just my thing, but I don't like the terminology of laymen in the church. Everybody is called to be kings and priests. Everybody has a work to do. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has an anointing to walk in. And really, that's what we want to get into people's hearts. We want them to see who they are in Christ. We want them to know who they are in Christ. And we want them to walk in this new covenant relationship we have with Jesus. That's another thing, and maybe on another podcast I'll get into that. But so many people are dealing in mixture and looking at things in the Old Covenant that never was even spoken to them, because probably, if you're listening to me, most of us, uh, we didn't come up in Judaism. We were not Jews, and those things were not even written to us. But it brings so much confusion in the church. So uh, I'm going to get back into the Word today. Uh, we uh, We got the very first part of verse 1 in Romans chapter 1 and started talking about Paul being a bondservant of Jesus Christ. Some of the things we looked to in that was that a bondservant was a person that was bound in service without wages. And it it really, we referenced that back into Exodus and looked at that about uh, whenever a Hebrew servant, uh, one time for him to go free, if he chose not to go free because he loved his master, he would put his ear to the door and they would take an awl and put a hole in his ear. And that hole in the ear signified that he loved his master and he wanted to serve him for life and he did it willingly. That's what I believe prophetically that Paul is talking about being a bondservant of Jesus Christ because he loved him so much. We also talked about prophetically that the Bible taught in John 10 that Jesus was the door. And whenever we put our ear to the door, uh, it's a covenant picture. It's a new covenant picture of getting a hole in your ear. We want to hear the heartbeat of God. We want to hear the heart of God. And then we got to uh, Paul was called to be an apostle. Uh, we looked into that about the calling of God, about uh, the apostles and prophets are the foundational ministries of the church of Jesus Christ. And Jesus was the cornerstone of that. And then we looked into what an apostle was, or that's actually where we got to and we're going to start today. Uh, I'm taking this, what I'm going to share with you, from a book by Kevin J. Connor called The Church of the New Testament. He brings this out on the apostle. An apostle is rarely, uh, it's the Greek word apostol, uh, apostolos. 
It rarely has in classical Greek anything like the meaning which it has in the New Testament. In classical literature, it has various usages. A naval expedition, a cargo ship, a fleet of ships sent with a specific objective, an admiral or commander of a naval expedition or fleet of ships, the colony which was founded by an admiral, a group of colonists sent overseas, a personal envoy or emissary or ambassador or even the delegate. He also brings out that Arden and Gingrich in Dictionary of New Testament Theology, Volume 1, Colin Brown, Kittle's Theological Dictionary, Volume 1, page 407 says, if a fleet of ships was sent by Rome to establish a new colony uh, elsewhere, all they were all of them were called apostles. That is the fleet, the admiral, and the newfound colony. The usage of the word connects the sender and the one who is sent. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant or slave is not greater than his Lord, neither is he that is sent. A sent one, an apostle, greater than he that sent. Christ, the sender, him. Even in this ancient usage, the dominant thought is that someone was being sent. And if we really break it down, an apostle is one sent of God to do a work. Uh, it's really kingdom language. It's what apostles are doing in establishing new colonies throughout the whole earth that in the bigger picture represents the kingdom of God. Every one of us, all of our local churches, even house churches or uh, connect groups or meetings that you're having, uh, the bigger picture is is broadening the church of Jesus Christ. It's letting... It's letting uh, everybody come into the kingdom and we're doing everything we can do to do that and we use different means of doing it. The gifts of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are still relevant today. Uh, people carry different gifts and there's a lot of different uh, ways people look at that. But it don't mean somebody is more important than anybody else because they're an apostle or any of these fivefold ministry gifts. It just means they have an assignment and that's what they're assigned is to do. That's what Paul was bringing uh, really to the church there in Rome. He was an apostle to that church. He was establishing that church and laying a foundation in their lives. So it goes on to say in the reading, it says that he was set apart for preaching the gospel of God. He was preaching the good news of salvation. In Ephesians 3, 1 through 11, it says, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you've heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which is from the beginning of the world, has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold 
That word manifold there just means the many-sided wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Think about that, the manifold wisdom of God. Uh, most time when we see things, we just see it from one side, one view, one perspective. But uh, I've, I've used this analogy many times. Uh, if I'm on one side of a, a highway and an accident takes place, I'm going to see my perspective of the accident. But if you have somebody on the other side, there's something they might see that you didn't see. Uh, and you could just keep going with that. But my point is, that's why we need to hear one another. Uh, we, we have a piece of understanding, whatever wisdom that is that you've gathered in the Lord. Uh, we have a piece of the puzzle. But when we get together, then we start seeing the manifold wisdom of God because we start seeing God through somebody else's perspective. It really expands our ter territory. It really causes us to grow in a greater way. Amen. And there's more uh, than one gospel to preach too. Uh, when it speaks of preaching the gospel, uh, most of us think it's just the gospel of salvation, but uh, there's so many different other things that the gospel represents. And next week when we come on, or I'm sorry, not what next week, but the next time I come on, uh, we're going to start looking into that about the different gospels the Bible speaks of. You have a great day. God bless you.